Contained herein are the heresies of Radolf Burntwine, erstwhile monk-turned-traveling medical investigator. Join me as I uncover the blasphemous truth of a plague-ridden world, that ours is not a loving God, and we are not its favored children. The Heresies of Radolf Burntwine, coming January 2nd, wherever podcasts are available. Welcome to All Things Internet, a show where we talk about things we see on the internet that usually have to do with the internet, and Emily go- tries her gosh darnest to fact check whatever we find might, re- might be relevant and the words. We are focusing on good news, and we have a new system in which we do. If you haven't seen the last few episodes, what do we talk about? Did you put it? Did you update it so I can see it? No. I, no. Yeah. We talk about the top trends, what we learned, new updates. Things that made us smile and confessions. I want to start with your confession because I know you have one. Will it make people stop listening? Maybe. <laughs> but hey, if they can't handle this, then they shouldn't be listening to this podcast. I started my period yesterday. And that's not the confession. It gets better. Oh, yes, please. Oh, I almost said why? I just went to hold your hand and I'm so sorry. Should we just hold hands during this? Make everyone just so uncomfortable. They're real, their hands are really cold. I'm cold for some reason. Your I think body's shutting down. You're moving slow and I'm moving fast today. I and know. it made the vibe off. This is very strange. Okay, hold on. Let's just reconnect. Close your eyes for a second. Okay, breathe in. Please don't wait. He needs to not lick while we do this or else <laughs> I will be triggered. Ready? Okay, breathe mm-hmm. in. Out. Do you feel better? A little bit. Okay. So, I... <laughs> I started my period yesterday and the first day i always have the worst cramps tiredness Mm -hmm. moodiness whatever but then the second day is always like the most bleeding we have the same type of period yeah and you only last for five days right sometimes three i get oh my goodness and i can tell this is gonna be a three-er because if i am bleeding super heavy on the second day it's just three days because my body's flushing it super fast my periods my last one was so every day was like, here's a little bit of blood, but no. it went for six days. I hate that. I've never done that before. My periods have been changing. Maybe I'm about to go through menopause at 32. Ah, uh, fingers crossed. <laughs> one day. But I yeah. Um, Sorry, I, continue. With no, your I don't. I don't like those ones because then it's like, I think I'm done. And then it's like, <laughs> kidding. And yeah, then, you just get like the brown snot yeah. for like a day or two extra. You're like, what is this? It's not even like blood. It's just brown snot. Yeah. Like, the, get out of here. Get leave. It's not cute. I'd rather three hard days and be done. Right. Than like th- two hard days and then three blah, 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 days. Yeah. Like, no, put your blah, 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 all into one. Let me be done with it. Well, this is why I, sw- I decided last year and I committed. I switched to all black underwear because I was like, oh, I want to be doing that. Yeah. I'm almost there. Yeah. I was like, you know what? I'm not dealing with this anymore. But, you know, black underwear is nice. Yeah, oh no, I, I think I so. Keep, I keep a white pair just in case I'm wearing like white shorts. Ooh, smart. Because some of my basketball shorts that are white are see-through. Yeah, I bet so, like a nude pair. Okay, yeah. so yeah. But I want to be all black. Yeah. But they always sell them in packs of colors. It's true, yeah. It's really hard to find an all black pack. The all black pack I did find too, it's like, it's not good quality. And yeah. it was on Amazon. But I got some on Amazon, they're, they're cotton and... The bottom part is really nice, but then it, the top part's so thick and it wants to like lay up on my hip. 
Uh-huh. Like, that's so long. Like, it bunches. Yeah, and it's like, I don't know, I'm like, when you put it on, to make it not be bunchy or whatever, you literally have to pull it up. That's because that's like the new thing. I don't want my underwear being all the way up to the top of my hip. I ain't me trying neither. to show it. Yeah, me neither. I hide my underwear. Whale tail is coming back, though, and it's coming back hard. This is not even a whale tail type of underwear. It's like a right. thicker, like, no one wants to see that. It's a, a granny whale tail? Well, it'd be a, a shark fin underwear. I don't know. What's, a, what's an, an opposite of whale tail? I don't know. I just think it'd be like the ancient whale tail. Okay. Oh, he's he's Oh, you didn't say who it is. Dog of the day is Blaze Boy. He's always the dog of the day now. Well, that's because he's perfect and special and amazing. <laughs> okay. <laughs> not he, that Snoop is not perfect and special and amazing, but Snoop, Snoop stinks. And then you have to change your clothes if you film with him because he'll rub up against you and you just have goop and fungus and hair and stink so all over you. So much dander. So much I love dander. him so much. But he smells. He smells so bad. And we've tried everything. All of it. Yeah. We tried an apple cider vinegar bath spray. It didn't work. Mm-hmm. It made it worse. Yeah, I think it did. I think it made it worse. Yeah. It did. Maybe we no. should have didn't, didn't do it right. I did the parts and then sprayed. Because you're supposed to like soak them in it. But how are you supposed to get a dog to lay down in a, a bathtub full of vinegar? Like, I feel like that's not a thing. No, I think it burned him. Oh. Because he was like, eh. Yeah. I was like, oh. Maybe he just Meh. didn't like the smell. Maybe. No, he loves eating everything. I know. He's gross. Sm- he's not afraid of any smell. Yeah. All right. Anyway. Anyway. Back what happened to, on your period? Back to my confession. So, okay. I came into Rachel's house this morning, and this is what I said. All right. Confession time. I blow my nose in the shower. Sue me. I love doing that. I love a good snot rocket in the shower. It's amazing. Oh, you get it all out. There's no holding back. And no. then you can like start digging in there too. I don't, I don't do that. Well, it's I do too it slippery. Have, it is. But because of my septum, boogers get like stuck on it. The um, snot and then I get to like peel them out. And nice. it's like a long snot. Nice. It's disgusting. I love that for you though. Um, and when I was blowing my nose in the shower this morning, because we've been camping and at the beach and like doing all this outdoor stuff i'm a little compacted you know in my sinuses and so i was blowing hard and when i blew hard um i you know obviously knew i was on my period i didn't understand the amount of blood that would rocket out of my body and it was so much i considered sitting down because i was like that's concerning like i was like am Holy. i about to faint but then I realized it's like your body's are like you you know your body's already technically gotten rid of it. You're just oh, like so, yeah, expelling it's not like, it. It's not like up in you, right? It's just sitting in you. It's just waiting to drop out, you know. So that is what I dealt with in the shower this morning, and I just watched that, and that was pretty gross. But then you know I cleaned my body after, so it was fine. You but just have or those like big yes, like sacks of blood come out. It's satisfying. Yeah, yeah, that's a good one. My confession this week is also gross. Okay, tell me you were there. We might have extracted a blackhead from one of the dogs. Oh, it was so good. Abby was concerned. She saw it on one of the dogs. We're gonna we're gonna let the dog be nameless. Sure. We're not gonna out the dog for having. We don't want to embarrass them. You know, no one's excited to have a pimple or a blackhead, right? So we're not gonna throw that dog under the bus. No. But Abby noticed this and said, "Hey, I feel like that's a tick or a splinter. It did look like a splinter or something. Yeah. Can you and Emily extract it." Abby does not like gross things. She would not be fond of this confessions moment. No. So you come running into the office. I came in and I calmly, because I I saw it and I was like, that's a blackhead. So I came in here and I was like, hey, there's either a tick or a 
Did I say blackhead to you? You said splinter because it did look like we thought it was a splinter for a I minute. said there's something we have to extract from yeah. one of the dogs. She said say less and then threw her laptop to the side. Yes. <laughs> and sprinted. We got my uh, pimple popping tools because mm-hmm. you have to break the skin, you know, a little bit. Yeah. And it doesn't hurt. No. It's literally the top layer. Yeah. Like, the you dog, don't feel it. It's like laying on their back. Be like, okay, do what yeah. you need to do. And all our dogs let us do whatever we want to them. Except my two do not like the dew claws cut. Interesting. I Blaze is a I can hold Blaze's paw whenever I want. Yeah. This is my paw. Yeah. I own this paw. Yeah. And he says, Yeah, you own that paw. That's <laughs> fine. But if I hold it and then try and clip it, he says no. Oh. But if I try and clip it without holding it, he says, Okay, you got ten seconds. Oh, okay. Move quickly. I don't know. I don't know what the thought process here was with him. Yeah. I don't know why I can hold the paw and then not hold the paw. It's a whole thing. But anyway, we really thought it was a splinter for a little bit. Yeah. I knew it wasn't a tick. I've seen a tick. Yeah, no, because tick would be semi-sticking out. Yeah. Yeah. So we extracted it finally, took a good minute, and then it was just a really oh long blackhead. It was so And Emily good. started just like dissecting it and looking at it. And she's like, do you want to see it to Abby? And I was like, no, I'm good. And I, I had to act all cool because like, I didn't want to gross out Abby. Right, 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 right. I want her to still be sexually attracted to me. But then you and I went in the other room. <laughs> we were like, let's look at it. How long is it? But uh, yeah, so that was my gross confession. I, yeah. Yeah. No, I love that. Okay. Other gross confession. Um, I, This is just gross confession time? I, thought, I guess It's supposed so. to be just confession. This is like our mini therapy hour. We're just like Oh yeah, I forgot. We were supposed to do therapy at first. And I do have something for that. Oh my God. Okay, cool. Um, I have found um this i'm obsessed with sphinx cats like oh yes the, yes, yes, the, the hairless na- cat the naked ones yeah i love that i'm obsessed with them and i always wanted one until i started getting on sphinx tiktok and then i realized how much work it is because they don't have hair you have to bathe them every week if not every few days because what yeah they don't have hair to like absorb the oils that secrete from their skin so they just get this like layer of grime on them and it's like really itchy and can cause like bacteria. See, people don't know this. People would just buy a Sphinx cat to buy a Sphinx cat. Right. Because there's like, you know, when you like buy something because it's so ugly, it's cute. Yes. That's why I wanted a Sphinx cat. I was like, it is so ugly. I, I can't stand. I love it. You know, but- you are a rare find. Em. Thank you. Yeah. Um, but yeah. But then I found out you have to bathe it every few days. And then, like, they get this gross stuff in, like, their nails. So because they don't have hair, their whole bodies are just disgusting. Yeah. Because nothing absorbs the dirt off of them or whisks it away. And so, and, like, apparently they, you, I don't know, there's all this stuff you have to do with them. And, like, it is very expensive and it is a lot of work. And I was like, all right, I guess I will just stare at them on the internet and not own one myself. I found, though, while I was still on Sphinx TikTok, that they, because they don't have hair, they get pimples. (gasps) <gasps> and like you you have to learn and like do it properly but you ha- you have to pop their pimples so not only why are these cats being reproduced i don't know i don't know but why would you want something that looks like a raw chicken that looks like a raw <laughs> yeah a, a, a plucked chicken <laughs> that you have to bathe every few days every few days and what also bathing a cat is not an easy task. No. Not at all. And then you have to deal with their acne. Uh-huh. Listen, that one and done popping the black head on the dog was fine. If I had to do that constantly, right. I'd get a little tired of it there. Yeah, I think like the novelty of it would eventually wear off. And then I have to bathe Snoop at least once a week. Yeah. I get so sick of that that M does it for me every like we switch yeah. off bathing him. Yeah. Blaze 
never gets bathed. I know. He just, and he just doesn't smell. I really want a pocket pit, like 30, 40 pounds max. 30 okay. pounds. 30 pounds is my goal with Blaze's coat. Uh, that would be the most simple dog to have. Yeah. Because, and I, and I want a girl so she doesn't lift her leg and pee on things. Mm. I'm kind of over that. Yeah. Really over the lifting of the leg. Okay. The marking of the territory my things out if it's outside it gets peed on yeah and i'm a little sick of that yeah they don't pee inside but they pee outside on everything so i want a girl and i want i love i love the look of pit bulls the stockiness the big heads i absolutely love it but i want half the size of blaze okay 30 40 pounds Mm -hmm. with his coat because this coat you don't have to do anything no i mean he sheds a lot but he doesn't smell he doesn't smell and it's like he doesn't have any he's beautiful doesn't have any skin things going no, on No, he's just d- this easiest mm-hmm. grooming dog yep yeah because like little dog is a mini golden doodle and she doesn't shed because she, she's hypoallergenic well she sheds like if you brush her little hair comes off or whatever but like nothing to the amount like if she comes cuddles you and leaves there's no hair left no. on you and then Look at my pants right now. Yes. <laughs> but she has to go to the groomers. Yeah. Because her hair gets long and matted. Mm-hmm. So I can't do a long haired dog. Yeah. And I'm like, I, I want a, a mini pit bull. Just shrink blaze down. What, what were those things called growing up? Shrinky dinks? Oh, yeah. Let's just pop them in the oven and see what happens. Shrinky dink little blaze. <laughs> uh, but that, that's my dream dog is a mini pocket pit with his coat. I love that. If I like. Because I want to spend a good chunk of my life traveling and just like hopping country to country so I can't own, which is why a lot of people have been asking recently, and I, I feel like the need to clarify, a lot of people have been asking why I just don't get another dog because yeah. I've been bringing Blaze home with me every night because Daisy died. So Blaze comes home with me because I need a dog in my life 24-7. When and her girlfriend's here, he doesn't go home with her. Yeah. 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 So then I get weekends. We yeah. literally should, we, we joke about how we, we're switch off custody, but meet me at the Burger King parking lot. Don't you say a word. Yeah. <laughs> Bring us toys. Yeah. <laughs> Got out of the car the other morning. I was like, I'm fighting you for full custody. Meanwhile, he's like trying to run at me because yeah. he knows breakfast is coming. Yeah. So everyone's like, you know, everyone's ha- like, you know, obviously they don't, they think it's really cute that like I bring Blaze home and I give him little massages and stuff, you know, whatever. But they're like, why don't you get another dog? And it's because, you know, I'm, I want to travel. So I want to travel semi soon and I want to hop like three months in one country, three months in another. And you just you can't do that with a dog. You can't do that to a dog. It's just not nice. Um, and so, but if I wasn't doing that, and let's just say for some reason I had to stay here and I had a huge house with like a backyard, I'd want a Tibetan Mastiff. Have you ever seen those? Mastiff sounds huge. Oh, it's, it's so technically... Irish wolfhounds are the tallest dog. Oh, I've seen those. That one came, one of those came at me once. No. Joy, um, some other human and I were walking. Yeah. We were helping Joy at, a, at her, this like ranch that she used to uh, volunteer at. So Joy was walking Blaze. I was walking a reactive pit bull. And then someone else we were with was walking another reactive. It, was, it wasn't a pit bull. It was like a bigger dog. But they were, we had three huge dogs with us. Yeah. And then an Irish wolfhound came barreling at us as we walked past like its ranch it was living on with like these three other dogs it was with it wasn't on a leash no and the owner started screaming get back here get back here but clearly they're not listening to her yeah and we all threw our dogs behind us and we're like get back get back (laughs) and all of all of the we had big dogs but this irish wolfhound jumped it jumped over my head like it was massive and we were like and like the three dogs we went all went 
you guys got this. Yep. Yep. <laughs> like crouching you. behind you. You got this. Like none of the, all of them cowered behind us. Yeah. And we're three women be like, get out of here, get out of here. Cause that's all we had was yeah. our, our voice at that moment. Yeah. And like we had two shelter dogs and blaze. No air horns. No air horns. Oh. And now we always walk with air yeah. horns. But we were like, holy. And we just screamed at it, screamed at it. And like Joy was like, like barely. She's like, pop, 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 pop. And like you tried to get like puffing her chest. And it finally like it would stop. And they were all just like kind of standing there growling at us, but not moving. And the second we tried to step back, they'd step <gasps> forward. So Joy would take two steps towards them and then they'd take three steps back. Yeah. And then finally the lady's like, stop yelling at my dogs. Are you kidding like, me? You like start cussing at her, like get your dogs out of here. Yeah, but that thing was huge. I thought it would look like a like the abominable snowman. Yeah, they're. I mean, you can't just like they are so big. It would if you were walking it, it would come up to like its head would come up to like your boob. It. I, like I was like, that's not a dog. Yeah, that is like a conspiracy theory. <laughs> it's just a man in a dog. Suit. Yeah, I was like, what in the world? And it jumping because it was like leaping in the air to look bigger than it was. Right. I'm like, you don't need to do that. You're we're good. We got we it. We are already scared of you, sir. <laughs> right. Anyway, yeah, so you're not tra- you're traveling, so you can't get a dog. Yeah. So yeah, Irish wolfhounds are the tallest, but Tibetan mastiffs are the biggest. So like like oh weight wise they're literally called russian bear hunting dogs like that's their like little side name or whatever why do you want such a difficult dog because if you get them from a puppy and you get and like i'm not saying uh, like emotionally difficult i'm saying like to have a giant dog oh i love that i i know you you want to downsize i want to upgrade oh, like you my know god i love big dogs i love them but like they take up so much space. I was, I guess it's also because I've been getting into traveling a lot more. Yeah. Wow. I just had a peanut butter burp and it was something. Mm. Since I, I, when I got my boys, when I got my boys, I didn't travel. Yeah. And so it was like easy to be home all the time, whatever. But now that I'm traveling so much, I'm like, either one, I want to take them with me. Mm-hmm. But taking three dogs anywhere is a lot of dogs. And so much more money. So much more money. And then I'm yeah. like, okay, so. We usually just leave the big ones at home because yeah. the little one can just freaking put her in a shoebox and she's fine. Right. But then I'm like, okay. And then like camping, I just take Snoop. He does really well camping. Blaze is a mm-hmm. runner. And he gets so hot so quickly. He gets so overheated. He has no yeah. insulation. Um, Snoop's got a double coat. Yeah. And, but, and Snoop doesn't run. I, Snoop is off leash camping mm-hmm. and he just hangs out with us. Blaze is a runner. He's a track star. He, if he, any moment he was off leash, he'd be like, Bye. Bye. And he'd be gone. And then every squirrel and lizard would be dead. Yes. So <laughs> he'd fall off a cliff too. He'd end just up, keep going. He'd just keep going. But um, so traveling is so hard with bigger dogs. Yeah. We really want to rent an RV and do like a huge trip up the, the West Coast. And we were like, okay, we'll take the little one with us. And I'm on the fence about Snoop because he's so big that he would take up so much room. And he yeah. stinks. And he does get uncomfy after a while. Yeah. Like you have trained your big boys to love luxury and calmness yes, <laughs> yes. like so. snoop what after camping he's still down for the count really he's like exhausted oh my god yeah so he's like come on guys come on. let's just relax right let's relax for a minute right because he gets big too he gets hot too he gets mm-hmm. over, he heats up real quick but we decided no camping during the summer um that's just too much for all of us yeah yeah but yeah like we want to do an rv trip but it's we couldn't take all three. No, it's too much. And we're debating on Snoop. 
Yeah. Because he's so big. Yeah. But if, we had a, if I had a half the size, oh, that's fine. Right. Exactly. And I'm like, so, so like, I think it's just to travel around and do that. Little dogs, well, not even little, medium to little are so much easier. But that's what I'm saying. If I'm not traveling and I have a huge house with a huge backyard. Yeah. I'd want that dog. Yeah. But like the dog bags are bigger. Mm-hmm. The amount of food you have to buy is bigger. Mm-hmm. And, you know, the bowls are bigger. The toys are bigger. Everything. The poop is bigger. Yeah. The dental bones are bigger. <laughs> Everything is bigger. And they're, I think. They're more expensive. I was going to say, and I think they're banned in a bunch of states in the U.S. Because. I believe that. Because they're so, um, because people, what people would do is, um, you know they're they're from Russia, and I want to say because they're Tibetan Mastiff, so that would mean like Tibet and India, and like so whatever they're from that continent. And um, the they were bred to they're so big they're bred to go into bear dens in the middle of winter and to kill and bring the bears out, like to drag the bodies out of the bear den. So it's disgusting and it's barbaric and like 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 what they're bred for what their job is and so wait are so they're a working dog they're a working dog no i, know, I want we just my talked dog about this. dumb <laughs> i don't want it to have a purpose the purpose is to cuddle and be cute and protect me if someone enters the house but if a, if they're chill you don't attack them right I, that might want my dogs dumb i love that my dog is dumb i want like this is what I'm saying. If I'm not traveling, I want something to invest my time in. And I feel like this would be really cool. But I'd want to get it as a puppy because because this is, I think, why it's banned is because these the people that breed them and own them and use them, they use them for the winter hunting seasons. And then after they're like too old or too damaged because they don't treat these dogs, right? They put them up for adoption because or like they abandon them because it's like they don't have them as a pet. They have them as a tool. Yeah. And so it's just like they're throwing away the tool when it gets damaged, which yeah. is gross. And so a lot of these rescues, um, like rescue companies are trying to get them rehomed. But these bear, these bears, I mean, honestly, that's kind of what they are. Yeah. These dogs are so aggressive and like neglected and like worn down that like they can't be brought here and be rehabilitated no. unless you put thousands no, of dollars. And honestly, like that's for the dog's sake. That's not for it to have to go through all that. Uh, yeah, exactly. So if I were to get it, I'd I'd want to, uh, but you know me, I'm like, I want to like rescue because like I don't want to like, you know, buy. And so I'm like, how can I find a non-aggressive, non-bought, rescued, per- perfectly pure baby puppy that I can have? <laughs> it and just doesn't exist. You're always going to want to travel. I know, I know. So I can't get it. But, you know, if, alt- al- uh, what's it called? Alternate universe, different yeah. dimension. I'm not getting my pocket pit anytime soon. Ooh. I'm not I'm good with my boys and yeah. then maybe if, how old are they six in five four to, right no he's six Aww. it was about to be seven Aww. so in four to six years four to 16 years no blaze is gonna live until he's 37 and a half and snoop is gonna live until he's 42 and three quarters blaze has a heart murmur and snoop's allergic to everything don't listen to her <laughs> Don't listen to her, Blaze. <laughs> so in four to six years, I will entertain the idea of there you a go. pocket pit. There you go. Yeah. Um, all right. Before we move on to the actual podcast, let's check to see if we have a sponsor for today. Sponsor, sponsor. <sighs> hey there, this is Justin Bartha. I made a funny new podcast, King of the Egg Cream. It has the greatest cast in the history of podcasts with actors like Louis Black. I'm torn by my feelings for two women. Bobby Cannavale. You can eat it. 
Or if someone hits you, you can put it on your cut. Melanie Linsky. I wonder what these marvelous things are that look just like boiled chicken feet. Jason Ritter. I can break things and pick locks and kill people. Michael Stuhlbarg. The whole point is to inspire people that they should make themselves better. Ari Grainer. No, don't whet its appetite. What are you, an idiot? Me, Justin Bartha. That's not just any egg cream, that's a Lemke's special. And all narrated by the hilarious Richard Kind. This is the story of Harry Dalowitz and how he rose from nothing to become New York's King of the Egg Cream. So if you like funny true stories, come listen to King of the Egg Cream, available wherever you get your podcasts. Did you have a therapy thing you wanted to talk about? I did. No, it was what we talked about last night. I thought it was so cute, and like I do want to share um, like with the world and, you know, whatever. We talked about last night, we used to do Peach and Pit. Ah, yes. So it used to be you would ask your partner or your friend or whoever at the end of the day, you'd say, what was your peach and what was your pit? We usually do this at our, our friend family dinners. We call them family dinners and it's just you're our friends. It's our the chosen family. Yeah. We'd all, whenever we do one, we go, okay, peach and pit. So. And you talk about the best thing that happened that day and something that was not so great that day. But then we were talking last night that we wanted to change it to shimmer and glimmer. So, sh- and I, and, and Zara and I figured it out. So shimmer is like something so simple and quick, but it like, it made you so happy. And then we decided glimmer is like your favorite thing that happened that day. Ah, uh, okay. So there's nothing negative. I mean, unless you want to talk about, you know, I guess you could throw pit in there, but I just, I think it's so cute. So um, what I've noticed when we do peach and pit, everyone, you know, like the peach is always, you know, something great. And then the pit is like, this happened, but then when you're reflecting, you go, this happened. But you know what? It, it ended up being okay. Mm. And it's like, I've noticed every time it's like, I stepped in dog poop. But you know, it's, it was totally fine. Like, I, I washed my shoes and they actually look better now than they did. And nice. you know, I got a funny story out of it. So I've noticed every time someone says their pit, mm-hmm. which is like the negative part of their day, it, they always spin it to be like, I'm okay with it. Okay. Or like, it actually ended up being okay. Or like, you know what? I, I like, or they needed to talk about it. Yeah. Like something happened to them and then they're able to like, open up to their friends because you know you don't you don't always not walk in and be like i had the worst day ever oh, like this thing people don't do that well uh, uh, yeah wow you d- to do it yeah. but we do it at like girls night because the girls night is meant to talk about our feelings yeah and yeah. support one another but like when you walk into a party you're like hey guys what's up yeah. how's it going you know so people are able to either open up and get some feedback or mm. come to terms with their pit so maybe we could do peach pit and shimmer because like i feel like peach is like it, it's like it's serious but shimmers like something like like zara's yesterday was like this butterfly flew right in front of her and she was like that was just so pure and amazing but that like wouldn't be her peach for the day right you know well with zara we can do glimmer shimmer yes zara needs glimmer shimmer yes. shimmer glimmer or whatever it is yes and yeah. then peach and pit i think at family dinners i think that's really cute though because like and that's something I want to do with, like, my girlfriend. And I don't know, because it's, like, another form of checking in, but it's not as serious. Yeah. And it's just, like, it's cute because, you know, a lot of times you get in this, like, rut or routine with your partner where you're just, like, oh, how was your day? And then they're just, like, oh, good. And then, like, sometimes you'll talk about, like, work drama or friend drama, but you won't really, like, it's not, like, a, a substantial conversation. Yeah. Um, and so I think those types of prompts always lead to really cute conversation. Yeah, for yeah. sure. So I like that. All right. That was therapy. Okay. Um, let's get to our actual podcast. Alrighty. What trend? Are there any trends on the internet? Um, okay. I, there's not like, 
it's everyone's still obsessed with girl dinner right now but they're in barbie and barbie yes girl dinner listen i'm gonna be about the girl dinner and i know we're not supposed to i would love to hear the argument originally someone posted tiktok and she's like girl dinner was originally like mac and cheese like a bowl of mac and cheese um a side of pretzels and then like a pickle right it was just like it was a full dinner yeah but it was just like randomly put together stuff yeah and then people took it and was like i ate a carrot girl Girl dinner no that's not what girl dinner was originally like you're eating food right you're eating it enough you're eating enough right but it's random stuff that you would have never put together right like a pb and j some french fries oh you don't okay yeah that's that's weird that's not normal keep going and a tangerine right okay those are random yeah say okay say three more different random things um chicken parmesan uh, okay you're cooking too much oh no i'm talking like leftover from olive oh, garden because okay, i was about to be like a leftover burrito yeah from olive garden like three days ago that's okay, about to go great. bad oh yeah so your leftover takeout food that's about to go bad uh a strawberry smoothie and uh half a hershey's chocolate bar perfect girl dinner girl dinner right it's you're eating enough you're eating a lot like a, a substantial amount right but it's just random stuff you didn't yeah. sit down and cook you didn't low you didn't, effort you, low effort you just threw stuff together you ate a bag of pretzels while making your mac and cheese i do that all the time and then for dessert you're like i need a dessert and then you just find something right that's not actually dessert in the back of your cabinet that yeah. you forgot about yeah. yes exactly like a recess from halloween three yes. years ago yes so girl dinner is not supposed to be a pickle and a carrot okay so originally it was not supposed to be like exemplifying small uh like we're 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 trying eating? to not okay trigger warning we're gonna talk about eating disorders real quick yeah yeah so it's not um it's it's not glorifying anorexia okay because that's the girl dinners i've been seeing it originally okay because it got taken real quick yeah by a different group right originally it was like girl dinner was supposed to be like random foods you put together to make a meal because you're so burned out because you're so burned out you have no time exactly and so you'll definitely like and or you just eat a bunch you're like a bag of doritos a bag of this a bag of that because you're sitting at the pantry trying to figure out what to eat yeah that you end up just completely filling yourself of other foods right of like snack foods yeah that's girl dinner okay girl dinner is not not eating yeah because all the girl dinners i've been seeing are literally some girl has like a paper plate with a singular little tiny pickle on it uh like three barbecue chips and a a cube of cheddar cheese no that is um not loving your body correct yes and also you would never plate that the whole thing about girl dinner is that you're standing there and you're just like throwing you eat your mac and cheese out of a pot all you the time your chicken time. noodles chicken and stars out of a you're, I, I do it out of um a tupperware container she, you eat so much out of a tupperware container yeah and yeah. so that is what girl dinner is supposed to be so i actually love that trend okay you love that the original I girl love dinner the eating part of girl dinner yes not the lack of eating girl dinner yeah because people just took it and they're like look how little i eat he <laughs> he cute and like i mean there's i think there's a big difference between like um, like you were talking about because, oh, I don't know if everyone heard she has GERD. Um, <laughs> I have GERD. I thought it was only going to be a week of medication. 
And I called my doctor because I was like, hey, it's still not gone. And it's been a week. And she goes, oh, yeah, two to four. Yeah. And I was like, oh, two to four weeks. So I can't have alcohol, coffee, caffeine, tomatoes, citrus, yeah. spicy, fried. Uh-huh. I don't care about fried. Oh. For four weeks. And she's like, yeah. I was like, oh. If I'm being honest, okay. I'm very surprised it's only four to six weeks because no, excuse me, two to four. Oh, two to four. Don't put that in the universe. Sorry. Don't put six into the universe. Taking wow, it back. That was really rude. Sorry, sorry, sorry. Because everything I know from my oh, digestive. Oh, I never find sugar. Sorry. Oh, all good. All, from all my digestive issues, I've learned that when your body has an upset or something going on with your GI tract, it takes your body two to three months to figure itself back out. So I was very, so I'm, I'm giving you a positive thing to look at is like, it freaking sucks. But two to four weeks is like you're fast tracking. So yeah, I got medication. Oh, OK. That would explain it. Yeah. <laughs> OK. Yeah. Um, I'm sure if I didn't and I was just trying to do this the L natural way, uh, it would take no, months. No, but no, no, no thank no, you. No. Science is here for a reason. You have seen me. I need the coffee. I know you're you're just, in my opinion, just now going through the withdrawals. I seriously like I, I can do with it without it in the morning. I drink green tea. I'm not allowed to have caffeine, but I can have green tea. I don't know. I think it's because it's such a low dose. Okay. It's such like a small thing of it. So I can have green tea. But again, it's such a low dose that it's not doing anything. It's like yeah. giving an alcoholic one beer. And you're or like, a non-alcoholic beer. Yeah, almost. Like, pretty much. You know? Yeah. And they're like, have that. Or like a sip of, a sip of beer. Right. Just, and just waft the beer. Yeah. And so like, I'm fine in the morning with the green tea. It's literally just part of the routine for me. Okay. But when that midday slump happens, oh my God, I have to nap. Because that's what I would always tell you around like 1.32-ish, you would either get really tired or maybe uh, allegedly, hypothetically, a little grumpy. And I'd go, oh, I think it's time for your afternoon coffee. And, and then, like, and then yep. it'd be fixed. And I'm like, yeah, you're right. And I know that's her telling me I'm being grumpy. And so I no. step away. No. No. You know, you're allowed to tell me when I'm grumpy. I'm like, oh, go get your wiener and hot dog. Yeah, wiener you're like, hour. is it? Do you need hung- Are you hungry? Yeah. Like, she asked me that. Are you hungry? Is it wiener hour? And I'll be like, oh, no, sorry. This thing has been bugging me. Or I go, oh, yeah, I am. Yeah. And so it's a check. It makes her check in. It makes her make me check in. Um, but yeah, anyway, good dinner. Oh, yeah. So I was saying, like, we were talking yesterday about there are people that they love and have found that it works for their body to eat very small meals but frequently throughout so the day. That's what I've been doing the past week and a half. Yeah, and you've had to do that. I so. eat two breakfasts, two lunches, and two dinners. So I would just take what I would normally eat in one session and split it up into two sessions mm-hmm. because my stomach can't handle a mass quantity of food in one sitting. Yeah. So I've had two breakfasts. I've had one lunch already. Yeah. And I'm about to have another after we're done with this. I love this. And as long as you're getting what your body needs in nutrients and calories every day, do whatever you want with your portions and like how frequently you yes. eat, whatever. But, I just want people to eat. Yes. So, but I think I think what was being perpetuated on on TikTok was like unhealthy eating, like not enough yes. eating. You so know, I like the girl dinner trend, and then I also started seeing GERD dinner. <laughs> so that's my trend at the moment. Love it. But okay, what other trends did you see? Anything else? Or is oh, okay. Just girl so dinner. Barbie? I was saying, um, yeah, because girl dinner is still taking over the internet, and then there's just like you know a bunch of you know, negativity and grossness that we are avoiding because we're manifesting happiness around here. There was a super moon last night, y'all. We went to a yeah. sound bath and then went out on the beach and charged crystals mm-hmm. and did a money dance. And yes, I did that willingly and I enjoyed it. Because I, 
you know go keep going Sorry. i believe in mindset like people uh, i've always since high school my friends and i always joked about manifestation if you like think about it hard enough and you will it it'll come to you for me that you're literally just setting up the correct mindset so if you go into a dinner being like oh this person's going to annoy the crap out of me and then they do something you're like see or if you go to a dinner being like, I'm going to have the most fun ever. And then like everything's positive. You're going to have a better time. Right. I believe your mindset changes how you see things. Right. Like, your intentions going in definitely influences everything. Okay. I went into the sound bath yesterday being like, this is going to be hippy dippy. It's going to be weird, but I'm going to be open minded and I'm just going to like go for it. And I ended up having the best nap of my life. And that I was great for me. I loved it. And we yeah. said we couldn't sit next to each other because we were scared we were going to make each other laugh. Because so yeah, like, we, the, we're just not used to this like way of living. I don't know. Like it was very culty. Yeah. They try to do a pitch in the beginning to, yeah. for financial investors and then a pitch at the end for financial investors. And very I was like, uh, uh, no, yeah. I don't like this. We're not signing up for anything. We're not staying for the picture. We're not. We're right. just doing the sound. Yeah. You know, whatever. Um, and so I, I enjoyed it because I was like, yeah. okay. I opened my eyes at one point and I was like, yeah, this looks dumb. This looks dumb. Did this- you see all the people standing up top yes. watching? I was yeah. like, this looks dumb. But I'm sitting here and they were like, think about what you want to, you know, what you want. You know, do you want health? Do you want money? Do you want this and that, that, that. And I sat and I was like, I thought about, I was like, I want, you know, my app flip to take off. And what it did was made me think of all the ways I could get it to work. I love that. So I did take that time to be like, okay, I should be doing this, this, and this. And I, if I want this, I need to do this, this, and this. So while I manifesting isn't like you just sit there and it's going to come to you. Right. What I did was change my mindset on, okay, how do I t- obtain these things? I like that because I've always had an issue with manifesting being very privileged because I think it is a very naive stance to go up to someone who has had all this trauma and all these bad things that keep happening to them and being like well you just need to manifest a better life for yourself no that's some like white rich girl privilege and that is maybe all the people at the sound bath last night (laughs) did i think that (laughs) yes but no my thing on like manifestation is if you keep like you want to have the thoughts that you want in your mind. So mm-hmm. if you keep being like, I'm just going to be poor, all these, like, I, there's no way I can get a good job. What's the point of you in applying? I'm not going to get it. Mm-hmm. Versus like, no, I'm going to get a good job. I'm going to apply to all of the places I possibly can. I'm going to keep putting myself out there. I'm going to do this. Right. I'm going to succeed and I'm going to put my heart and soul into it. Yeah. And so you're believing in yourself. And yeah. so you're like, working harder towards it mm-hmm. versus if you're pe- like a pessimist negative like oh, i'm just gonna be poor forever there's no way i can do any of this yeah and then it it, it w- that weighs you down i do believe that yeah i just think the way that manifesting especially through the internet and like social media how it's been like talked about and how it's developed over the years is like all about if you just think positive and put it out in the universe the universe will bless you and blah blah blah, blah. No, that's, when, that's it, when it's like no no that, you can't <sighs> sit there and have things happen for you like sure you might find 10 bucks on the ground but if you actually want to achieve your goals you have to believe in yourself yeah you have to work hard and you have to take criticism mm-hmm. and you 
keep being like, I will succeed. Yeah. It's, and it's basically work towards it. You can't just sit there. Yeah. And success will come. You can't be like, I'm going to be TikTok famous and then just sit there and not make TikToks. Right. Or make really bad TikToks and not take anyone's criticism. Right. Like you have to work towards it. Yeah. So I like manifesting exactly how you're describing it. Yeah, like, that's how I believe in it. Yeah, like, yes, put it out into the universe. Like, create that incredible energy for yourself. Yeah. If, like, you're able to... And that was another argument I was making because my, my girlfriend and I were actually arguing about manifesting being privileged or not because she kind of had the same thing. She was like, yeah, you will have all of these these people out there that have these horrible things happen to them that just have the worst luck. But, like, if they go into every day waking up with the, these horrible mindsets, of course, they're only going to see the horrible things. And I was like, yeah, but like, how are you going to look at someone that has like clinical depression or like they've just lost everything in their lives or like, I don't know, like people at the lowest of the low point in their life and be like, you just need to think positively. I was like, that's so condescending. And like yes, the, it whole, is. the whole, you know, matter about it. But I do like manifesting in the way of, you are working with the energy you're creating. Correct. So you're not yeah, only, I like the way that you're putting that. Yeah. Yeah. And it, it's just like what you're saying, just like rephrasing. But like you do wake up and you do tell your, it's, it, what do we call Um, What do we call it the other night? We were like, we love gaslighting ourselves in a positive way. Yes. Yeah. You wake up in the morning and you're like, yeah, I've lost everything. I, ha I mean, it's literally what I do. I'm like, you know, I have had all these horrible things happen to me over the past year. I have horrible crippling anxiety and depression that I'm trying to work through. And it's like bad things just keep happening. But I wake up in the morning and I'm like, OK, like today's going to be a good day. Yeah. Even though like I still do have all these bad factors going on. And then it's like with the sound bath yesterday, I kind of went into it with like, you know, a little bit of a snicker, which I shouldn't have because like, what's the harm? That's what I said. If there's no harm in something, why not give it a try? Yeah. So don't I sign up for a cult. Yes. Oh, my God. Don't do that. But yeah. Like. If it there was no harm in that Zara and Abby want me to go to an aura reading and I was like, I, I'm going to actually skip that one because it cost me it would cost me money. Oh, uh. and I was like, I there's no benefit for the sound bath. There's like you set intentions and stuff mm -hmm. with the aura reading. I was like, no, nah, I'm good. Like, yeah, you don't do anything with it. And I was like, I don't need to do that. That would I would just honestly be wasting my money. And yeah. I was like, I, I wouldn't go in with a pure heart. And I think yeah. I would hinder their experience. So I didn't do yeah. that. But I was like, a sound bath, why not? It was basically like an hour and a half of meditating. It was like yeah. you're paying, like, because it was like a small donation fee and it was like for meditating. Yeah. It was amazing. And it was cool. Yeah. So I kind of went in with like a, a little bit of like a, oh, this is going to be so dumb mindset. And like, I wish I hadn't because it took me a minute to adjust. But once I got started in it, it was like exactly like you were saying. I was like, okay, yeah, I've had all these bad experiences and stuff that's happened, but like, what am I going to do about it? And how am I going to move forward? And like, how can I see myself in these positions? And I started like, it's that because they were doing it during the sounds because they had like these rain sticks and yeah. chimes and sound bowls or whatever Dude, they're I called. I fell asleep so fast. I drifted off a few times, but then I like snapped back and I was like, no, concentrate on what you want to like envision for yourself. And they kept saying as they were like walking through and they were just like, picture your future. Now make that vision more specific. And like yeah. they were like guiding you through it. You're like, oh, I missed all of this while I was asleep. Yeah. I didn't know they were talking to us during this. Yeah. Oh, I was asleep. OK, great, great, great. Um, I, it was only some of the parts they were talking, but like I like that. I like that oh, yeah. form of, of manifestation where it's 
yeah, you can believe in the energy. You can believe in what you're putting out in the universe. You can believe in your tarot cards. Like you can believe in whatever you want, yeah. but like you have to work with that. Yes. I like that. Yeah. And I like that we did it as a group, uh, like, because then afterwards we went to the beach and we we did our own, like, we I don't know. It was really ceremony. Cute. I don't know. Zara started to like did a little thing and it was like adorable. There was no harm in any of it. It mm-hmm. was all positivity. And it made it so that we're all, we were like boosting each other up mm-hmm. and like, we're going to keep, not to keep each other accountable, but just being like, we're now each other's cheerleaders for the things that we wanted to manifest. Yeah. And I thought that was really cool. Like, because again, it's just positivity around you and mm-hmm. like you're going to work towards it and mm-hmm. it's like kind of accountability. Right. So. All right. Um, I don't remember what, how we got here. Um, oh, because I was saying everything's all negative right now and then made you think of all the oh, positives right, 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 that right, we had right. yesterday. Yeah. But I did. Um, I mean, do you have stuff? Because I do have. No. Okay, great, great. <laughs> I went camping. You did. And so I wasn't on my phone. No, I love that. Yeah. Yeah. I know you were like, can you bring my laptop over here so I can work? I was like, no, no. Um, (laughs) (laughs) um, Okay. So the the stuff trending on TikTok right now is just me. But I did see this video that went like super viral and I wanted your opinion on it. Okay. Okay. So it's a video that's going viral of a woman named Daniela and she shared with TikTok how her and her partner live separately but are in a super happy, respectful, functioning, loving, blossoming relationship. So she calls it living together apart and her video tore up the internet um, because she explained how her and her partner bought a duplex together. Um, she said when they first started dating and realized they were serious and wanted to take the next step, which in a relationship is usually moving in together. Yeah. It all looks different. Um, but, you, you know, that's that's pretty typical. Uh, she said they did consider doing the two houses with the bridge in between. OK. Because they were both divorced. Um, and they both had adjusted to learning how to live by themselves. They, yeah. they didn't know if they'd want to share space again. They each had a kid. And so they didn't want to force the kids to blend together because the kids had also learned how to like live yeah. with just their parent. Um, but they said they wanted to live close enough that it felt like they were living together in a family. So they decided to buy a duplex. So What's sh- a duplex? A duplex is like um a, a home, but it's split into two homes. So picture like... um. A home, but one floor. Like, like the, there's an outside entrance upstairs. Correct. Got it. Yes. And it's like each floor is a functioning home. Yeah. That's cool. But in one structure, right? That's what I was thinking. So she said, um, she said it works great. Oh, so she has the upstairs with her daughter and he has the downstairs with his son. They both houses within this one home have everything you need, the kitchens. Every, so it's not like they have to share anything. Yeah, like okay. they both have laundry and kitchens and whatever. So she said, it works great for them because we have different design aesthetics. I'm a maximalist and he's not. We don't fight about who does the dishes. We each do our own. We don't fight about clutter. We don't fight about messy bathrooms. We are responsible for our own spaces. But this has been tearing apart the internet because there are so many people that are like, this is a brilliant idea because a lot of... Yeah. No, keep going. Yeah. A lot of people don't want to give up their autonomy when... like That's a huge... Um, anxiety um, inducing. Autonomy is a big word for Elmo. Um, independence. Great. Being by yourself. Yeah. Um, be- they don't. They don't want to give it up because, like, I feel like that's a very anxiety inducing step within relationships. Is like, how am I going to take my independence and like mesh it with someone else without losing myself? Yeah. You know, because you still want to be yourself when you're in a relationship, but you want to be yourself with a person. Yeah. And you get it's just it's so muddy, and you get merged. W- yeah when you live with someone and so a lot of people 
were like, this is a really great idea because she just like she even said at the end of her TikTok, she was like, yeah, and I'm about to go downstairs and have breakfast with the family, you know, like. Yeah. So I agree. This is. Yeah. I think this is really smart, especially they're older. Mm-hmm. Divorces. Mm-hmm. They have both have a kid. Mm-hmm. And there are people there are people who like me. I want to live with my partner. I want to mesh everything. Same. I have no problem with that because I'm not strong in I need my independence. I don't. I don't, give, I don't care. Yeah, me neither. <laughs> I'm down for whatever. I'm here for the ride. Mm-hmm. Whatever, you know, like, and if I need my time, I have a partner who's like, cool, me too. Right. And we literally can go do, like, we can all go hang out with people separate. We can do things separate. Mm-hmm. Um, we like to do things together, though. Mm-hmm. So it's like, she, I think she's, she's lived, she hasn't ever lived with a partner um, this serious before. So like, sometimes she might need an extra space, a mm-hmm. moment, which is so normal. But she also likes living with people. Mm-hmm. But there are so many people like um, I actually know an older woman who just started dating again at 63. Wow. She's, she's been married. Yeah. She's been divorced and she's been alone for like three years now. And she started started dating someone and they were like, we both really like living alone. Yeah. But they're super serious. Yeah. But it's like this is this is actually a really good way to make the next step. And you don't actually have to like I would say if they like lived across town like well people live okay hold on a second they're not even they're not married Mm -mm. what's the big deal well because a lot of people are saying like they're saying that they're not going to get like their my i don't know what's wrong with my face today it's so itchy is it blazer i i feel like something's like i walked through like a spider web or something but i know people are going to comment on it and be like what's wrong with her um but um a lot of people are saying that it's not going to be a fulfilling it's it's the whole argument of like you're not a real woman until you have a baby or like you don't know what love is until you have a baby. It's like people are kind of using that concept and applying it here. They're like, you're not going to know what a fulfilling relationship is with this man until you two live together. Or like they're criticizing them and like, well, how bad do your communication skills have to be that you can't live together? No, I think this means that their communication skills are great. More. Yeah, I I would argue. They know. I mean, we don't know the ins and outs of their relationship. They might actually have a terrible relationship. (laughs) I don't know. I don't know these people. This is just something we saw on the internet for four seconds. We've all made assumptions over it. Right. Um, but I can see this really working for people who like don't like sleeping in the same bed as their partner every night. Right. Like there are couples who sleep in separate beds. Right. Because like someone has like the mm-hmm. like twitchy legs. Someone else snores. Right. Like there are things where like to make you really like the person. You love the person. You enjoy them. But sometimes some people aren't built to have that person next to them all the time. Right. <laughs> Can't relate. Yeah. But no. that doesn't mean that they're wrong. And so instead yeah. of fi- fulfilling society's little cookie cutter thing that's right. been built, they found their own way to do it. They're right next door. So it's not like. Right up and down. They're right up and down. They're right there if they need them or want them. Mm-hmm. And like, yeah, they're, they're eating together. And I think honestly why I'm so for this is for the kids. Mm-hmm. Because when you have a kid and you've been through divorce, you want to keep them as untraumatized as possible. Right. So if this relationship doesn't work out, the kids don't really have to uproot their life. Right. Like have someone be moved out of the house or they have to move out of the house or whatever. Like, right. Like they, nothing changes in their home. Right. And I think that's really cool. Yeah. And maybe like it's a teenage boy and a teenage girl. They don't want to be in the same house together yeah that's really respectful mm-hmm. so 
I can see this working for a lot of people, and I think it's a really cool thing. Mm-hmm. Um, wouldn't work for everybody. Yeah. Might not even work for them in the long run. But we'll they've see. also both been married. They've had the fulfilling, quote unquote, relationship. Mm-hmm. This is why a lot of people who've been divorced, their second marriage doesn't have a wedding. Yeah. It's because they've done it. Right. And they're like, that didn't work for me. I don't have a desire to do that again. Right. So it's like, that happens a lot with people where they're like, I've been married. I don't want to be married again. Mm-hmm. I've been married. I don't want to do the wedding. Mm-hmm. I've lived with someone. I don't do well with living with someone. I like right. my space. I like my alone time. That's a lot of people. Right. So th- I think this is cool. Yeah. If that works for them. I like it. If both partners love it, then there isn't any downfall to it. I agree. Yeah. yeah. I really like this. Did you learn anything on the internet this week? I did. What? Okay. I learned how to properly shampoo my hair. You would think I would know this at the ripe age of 31. I promise you, I do not know it. Okay, so apparently when you have shampoo, you have to emulsify it or else the chemicals aren't activated. That's so incorrect. I don't believe any of this. What's emulsify mean? You have to, so you pour the like quarter size, however much shampoo you use, and then you're supposed to rub it in in between your hands for 10 to 15 seconds to activate the chemicals first. So you're like aerating it basically, and then you only put it on your scalp. And you're like massaging it into your scalp. Like you don't need to shampoo the ends of your hair because it'll just like run down and it strips a lot of your hair of oil. But you want to get like the dirt from your scalp. So you're supposed to pour the shampoo in your hand, rub it for 10 to 15 seconds until like she's like, sometimes it'll change color. Sometimes it'll foam. Sometimes it won't do anything, but just like get that air in there and then rub it on your scalp. And then she said, let it sit for one to two minutes so that chemicals can soak in and activate. And then you rinse your hair and then you repeat. And then she said conditioner only goes on the ends of your hair, which I did know that and not like on your scalp because then it can, I don't know, make your hair look greasy or something. But I didn't know that. And then I was talking to Alana about it and she was like, yeah, how did you not know this? All right. Right here, right now. I'm going to do this for the next month. Okay. And we'll see if there's a difference in my hair. <laughs> I love this. Okay. We'll report back in a month. Okay. Um, I also learned that the moon is moving further away from the earth. It said, get out of here. Isn't that weird? Um, okay. And so, okay. Oh, wait. That's my different one. But they said, hold on. I took a screenshot. Here we go. One more. Here we go. There we go. So it says, <laughs> scientists have found that the moon is slowly drifting away from the earth at a rate of 3.8 centimeters per year, which is pretty significant. Okay. Isn't that wild? Yeah. I read article after article after article trying to make i literally typed into google explain it to me like i'm five (laughs) science for kids to try and figure out why the moon is moving away and the best i can give you is basically the way that the earth rotates because the moon the distance of the moon is dependent on the earth's gravitational pull cute okay and the earth's gravitational pull is determined on how fast our inner core is spinning on the axis Stick with me. And I, you already lost me, but keep going okay, in case sorry. someone else is still listening. Maybe someone else will. I don't understand, but maybe they will. Apparently, the axis that the, the Earth sits on, which creates our rotation, wobbles a little every now and then. And so sometimes it'll change some thermal stuff on the Earth and therefore push the moon i don't know it's like our gravitational pull gets messed up a little bit and so the the moon just kind of inches away when that happens that's the best i can give you but okay mm -hmm. but it said according to experts about two and this is a a new york times article 
It says, according to experts, about 2.46 billion years ago, the moon was about 60,000 kilometers closer to the Earth than it is now. This means that there was a time when Earth used to receive sunlight for about 17 hours a day. Wow. So I thought that was kind of cool. All right. And, yeah. then, and then do you want to know my question that I came up with? Yes. Or do you want good news? I don't know what time we're sitting at. Uh, we're almost done here. I want your question, though. Okay. And this has haunted me for a really long time. And the moon subject just made me think of it because um, I went to Hank Green's page to just, you know, see if he could educate me on anything today. And he, someone asked him the question, when space shuttles and space stations and anything having to do with space launches off of Earth into space, does that affect our Earth? Because we're losing so much weight. Have you ever thought about that? Oh, because everything on Earth has already, like, everything new we create has already existed? Correct. So oh, now I have never thought about that. Okay, this is like... Wait, what a, but we create babies. Okay, but, but then bodies disintegrate. But we're creating more people than they are dying. So this is, this is what's throwing me off. And we're learning how to change the chemistry of things. So it's like, I'm totally making this up. But like, let's say you have a rock. We have learned through science how to meld it into a heavy metal instead of that rock. And now we've changed the weight of it. So yes, that material always existed, but we're physically changing the weight of it. So my, my question that's always haunted me is because we're producing more people than people are dying. Are we weighing down the earth? Like, is the earth going to start slowly like sinking in our solar system or like, and that's basically what this person was asking, but in reverse, since we're like launching so much crap into the universe and out into space, like, are we lightening the load of the earth? And this, I'm having an existential crisis. What did, what did Mr. Green say? Okay. So Mr. Green said, he said, the earth loses most of its mass that it loses in hydrogen every day. He says, and other very light molecules. He says that hydrogen molecules and other light ones get blown away by stellar winds and about 90,000 tons a year. So we lose 90,000 tons a year of hydrogen. And then he said, we gain about 40,000 tons a year of micrometeorites and meteorite impact particles. So he's basically saying, but he didn't explain like how this affects the earth. And that's something maybe he has like, he has a podcast, right? I think so, yeah. Because I was going to say, something I find frustrating about Hank Green is he'll like start explaining something and then I have so many more questions or he didn't address something and I'm like, where are the rest of my answers? But then he moves on and I get frustrated. But yeah. You need is, to call Hank Green. I do. So this is my, my existential crisis are like, if we keep changing the weight of things and let's say we were just to never launch anything into space ever again because that stuff weighs a ton, thousands of tons. I mil believe you. Millions of tons. If we were to just keep overpopulating and creating more people than are dying and adding more weight onto the earth every single day, are we eventually going to like sink out of the sun's gravitational pull? Is that possible? So Hank Green, since you're watching this, our number one fan, please let me know down I, in the comments below. I think you should post a TikTok asking him. I will. You should do it. You you have uh, like just slightly more followers than I do. I can ask him. Do you want me to ask him? Yeah. I'll ask him. It really does bother me. Okay. We'll do a TikTok where we're asking him. Thank you. You're welcome. Yeah. All right. Would you like your good news to wrap it up? Uh, Yeah. Real quick. We're over, already over an hour. Oh, okay. I love long episodes. Okay. So 
I took a picture of the good news. Here we go. Five, four, three, two, one. Here we go. All right. So this comes from good news underscore movement I found on Instagram. <laughs> so it says pizza shop owner. So the title is pizza shop owner notices regular customer hadn't shown up. So owner goes to customer's house to find him on the floor and saves his life. What? Yeah. This this would literally be me with a Chinese restaurant that I order from every Tuesday at <laughs> oh 7 p.m. Um, all right. It says pizza shop owner Steve Hads of Pizza Corner noticed his 84 year old local customer who faithfully orders lunch seven days a week. Oh, my God. Missing one day. The next day, he didn't show up either. Steve grew concerned, so he walked to the person's house, knocked on the door, and no response. He was able to get in and find the customer on the floor. He had hit his head hard and hadn't been able to get up. Steve immediately got him the medical help, and his lawyer customer is stable and back to visiting his favorite shop and is also now deemed, well, Steve is now deemed a hero. And I it, love that. This was in Cliffside Park in New Jersey. I have actual goosebumps no! and I don't know why. I can just picture my like delivery man like pounding on my door next Tuesday and being like, where are you? <laughs> you didn't order. <laughs> I mean that. I mean, yeah. I, uh, someone that loyal, you're going to notice when they don't show up. Yeah. And pizza man was like, I need your I need my customers. Right. Exactly. Yeah. All right. Well, that's it for today. We barely talked Internet. We talked about girl dinner. Girl. Girl dinner. dinner. Manifesting. Maybe, and then maybe I'll post a TikTok asking Hank Green to explain, are we going to weigh ourselves down? Right. Okay. Yeah. We'll try. We'll try. Yeah. I love you guys. Uh, please subscribe. Please follow. Like this. Comment below if there's stuff you want us to talk about that's good. And we'll see you next week on another episode. All right. Oh, oh my God. I'm sorry. I almost threw it off. Oh my God. Okay. You're still wearing the hoodie I gave you yesterday. Yeah, I'm cold. <laughs> <laughs> I love you guys. We'll see you next time. Bye. <laughs> Thank you for listening to this week's episode of All Things Internet. Please make sure to like and follow our podcast on whichever platform you're currently listening to it on. And make sure to follow us at Podcast ATI on Twitter, where you can ask questions and get the latest updates on our show. We love you. Thanks for listening. I'm Rachel Ballinger, and this has been All Things Internet. There's something weird going on with influencers right now. I'm a little freaked out. They just get everything they want. Everything's a little too perfect. Their smiles are a little too straight. They're using filters I can't find anywhere. I know what I'm about to say might sound a little unhinged, but I think it might be witchcraft. At least, that's what Jenna Clayton thought right before she went missing. We're excited to introduce a new show from Realm, If I Go Missing, The Witches Did It, starring Oscar-nominated actress Gabourey Sidibe. When a black writer goes missing, a white podcast host with a savior complex takes up the cause of finding her and collides with a coven of influencers she suspects are responsible. This show is a little bit of the craft meets Mean Girls meets Get Out. Learn more about If I Go Missing, The Witches Did It at realm.fm and be sure to listen and subscribe wherever you get your podcasts.